This is Carrie. And this is Jenny. And you're listening to Honestly Unfiltered. Hello, welcome to another episode of Honestly Unfiltered with Carrie and Jenny. I am joined by my co-host, Carrie Ralph. Carrie, how are you today? Living my best motherfucking life. Living the dream, living the dream, right? Yeah. Oh, tell everyone the big news, how we're separating out the Bachelor yes. stuff. We decided that we would separate our podcasts from the Bachelor Nation, Bachelor, Bachelorette podcasts to their own, and maybe even any reality TV, like we have The Ultimatum coming up on Netflix, which is a spinoff of Love is Blind, Mm -hmm. because we're just noticing our audience is split in the in the demographics and the which makes sense there's podcasts i listen to if they started sticking weird shit in the middle i'd be like what are you fucking doing man yeah yeah and although i think they're very good and i appreciate the following you know for when we have those yeah but i do too and i enjoy doing them but I yeah, have noticed, because you can see the demographics and the statistics where everybody's listening from, you kind of know where your listeners are. So yeah. you, I, you know, like I've noticed who and when and who's listening when. And so that being said, Alex, my sister, Alex Thomas, is going to be a permanent part of that podcast, which she's happy about because she'll be she'll feel like she she said she'll feel like she can give more input without stepping on our toes <laughs> which me like when it come to that shit bitch i don't have no toes girl yeah. keep it moving boo but i get it if i were in that situation i'd probably yeah. feel the same way. i mean i appreciate her respect yeah. oh me too totally but you know it's like you go girl yeah so, so that's big news that's big news we're gonna we the instagram page is up and uh, we're going to start, we're going to probably migrate the last season of The Bachelor over there. And, uh, you know, we're probably, what we're probably also going to do is report more Bachelor news. Because... On the other, on the... Uh, on the sp- other podcast. Uh, th- right. Our spinoff. Our spinoff. It'll be called... Dun, 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 Your mom's un- nipples. <laughs> <laughs> The Honestly Unfiltered Fantasy Suite. Ooh. I know. So Anybody want a tour of my fantasy (laughs) suites? Your fantasy cave. Seriously. (laughs) So what we what what we do because there's a lot of day-to-day bachelor news and things happen with alumni and it's not really It needs its own podcast. Yeah. Like right now, we shouldn't even be talking about it this much. We're focusing on this one. Yeah, but for anybody that listens to that, that's where it's going to be. And I'll probably- <laughs> I thought you fucking froze for a hot second. Did you have a stroke over there? You fucking <laughs> stopped. Did I freeze? Mid word. Did I? Oh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> do I need to call 911? <laughs> it's COVID fog. What the fuck? I had a good therapy session this week. And, you know, it's like we're uncovering so much like childhood bullshit Mm -hmm. that I'm back to every two weeks. I was wondering because I thought you just went when you said you were going again. I was like, "Uh uh-oh, thumbs up. 
Yeah. So I have to do like a timeline starting at like age five to like write down the situations or things that were said to me, like are the big ones that Mm -hmm. stick out. Yeah. And we're going to do the EMDR therapy for it. So that way it can get processed that way. So my inner child can be healed. That's what I'm supposed Praise to do. Praise the too. Lord. I'm supposed to I'm gonna focus on that after tax season's over. Yeah. So yeah. So there's that. And holy fuck, it was so funny because this this chick I like have known since elementary school. I thought I swore it was her, you know, but I kept like seeing this chick's face, but only like the top part of her head because they have to wear masks. So um, I like get there and I had been talking to myself about this. I was like, I know it's fucking Shelly. So and then I was reminded, so I won't tell it twice, but. So I was like, Shelly? She's like, yeah. I'm like, bitches worked there eight months. Eight. And I never really noticed, you know. Because of the mask. I go, why didn't you say anything? She's like, I can't because of HIPAA. Oh. I was like, damn. So I got her number and stuff. But I had remembered when we were in elementary school, we were at her grandma's one day. And her, sorry, I just burped. <laughs> Diet Mountain Dew, you're the one. Um, <laughs> anyways, her grandma had went to high school with Elvis Presley. Really? Yes. That's so interesting. Right? And she goes, oh, and so I mentioned it to her and she was like, oh my God, that's right. I remember that. So anyways, that was pretty cool. And I had the most ridiculous fucking migraine on Friday. I even like took a long lunch and I had to take two of my prescription migraine pills. And I made the mistake of like working most of the day. Yeah, that was bad. It was because I fucked shit up and I knew my gut told me don't work. You're going to fuck shit up. And then I'm like thinking, I'm like, am I fucking a lot of shit up lately? You know what I mean? You know (laughs) how it feels that way? Yeah. Uh And and I'm sure like it, (laughs) I'm not trying to make excuses for it. But I mean, compared to the volume I've been having to do with all these fucking changes and contracts, la, la, la. So anyways, um, so that kind of, I'm not dreading tomorrow, but I'm just like, oh my God, I can't deal. Yeah, I, I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. We're like in the final stretch here in April. And Ugh, it's exhausting. It is exhausting, so. Oh, and I am, I like have an ingrown toenail, so I was trying to like oh, fix sh- it. Ooh, bad mistake. But life hack. Yeah. You know what can help if you're like having an ingrown toenail to like take down any inflammation or pain? Vicks motherfucking vapor rub. Boom. No, you're kidding me. No. Thanks, Google. Wow. And it works like immediately. Really? Yeah. See, I'm desperate. Well, I mean, I have one. But um, 
it must have grown itself out and I which it will do it. sometimes which it will do mm. and I'm but I'm desperate for a pedicure like usually I'll go for a pedicure once a month and that takes care of it mm-hmm. but yeah no I've always I'll look for solutions too because you know it's always the time that I have it that you stub your toe uh, oh please then, I did that fucking today and then it starts bleeding and then it gets infected oh it's just bullshit so yeah fix vapor rub Hmm. put that on your list okay attention everyone i have a new obsession Uh oh i'm trying to keep it healthy but we'll see that comedian jim jeffries Mm -hmm. oh my god he has this fucking podcast really yes and i love his voice anyways Mm -hmm. but he is so fucking funny He's hilarious. He watches The Bachelor. (laughs) He had Nick Vial on his podcast. Really? Oh, yeah. And he was on Nick's. Really? Mm -hmm. I think, you know what? I think they're friends. I think I've heard him on Nick's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have, because I heard him. Oh, I'll have to check him out. Fucking hilarious. Is he the British guy? Is he the British guy? Uh, Well, you know what's funny? You say that. He's Australian, but I told Marissa who's British. I don't know. Whatever the accent. Uh, Yes, I love him. He's hilarious. Oh, my God. Well, first off, I love anyone with an accent. Me too. I mean, like, that's Britain. You know, Australian, Ireland. Hey, my Siri voice is an Australian guy, so. I'm telling you, it's like, bitch, hit me up down under. So, so it's just, of course, his quick wit and everything and, and that voice. It's just like, I laugh so hard. And he has like two other co-hosts. Yeah. On his podcast. And then what it is, is they have a guest mm-hmm. and he they give him some hints so he can try to figure out what the subject's about. Yeah. And then they ask and once that, you know, gets settled up, then they ask him questions about it. And then the expert grades them and his co-hosts grade them. <laughs> it's really good. I bet it is. He's the one that. I believe is he was on when Genevieve was on Nick's podcast and he was sticking up for her and Nick was like, ah, you guys shouldn't have been so angry. And he was like, Oh, you know, I forget what he said. He was was like, I don't blame them, man. I don't blame them. Yeah. And I mean, he's just so fucking funny. I yeah, mean, he, he really is. It, he, it's like he doesn't even try. No, not at all. It's just yeah. who he is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just so funny. I should write down some of his one liners. It's like I'm not trying to steal him, but his yeah. he's fucking hilarious. I have been listening to old episodes of his because they're priceless and they talk about everything. Autopsies, The Bachelor, I mean, all sorts of cults. I listen, I listen to one about cults. I mean, really, Really? I'm telling you, they cover um, gut health. I mean, I'm serious. They talk about so much. It's a great podcast. What's it called again? Um, hold on. 
I'll tell you. Hold on, everybody. Oh, I don't know about that with Jim Jeffries. Okay, I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. It I'm is. I've look, been looking for a new one. Yeah, uh, totally worth it. Totally worth it. Because he's just fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Oh, and uh, Kate had told me to watch this comedy special on Netflix, Taylor Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. She's our wheelhouse. Trauma, bipolar, <laughs> dead mom. I mean, oh, my gosh. I say dead mom to you because your dad's dead. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know what I mean? That whole yeah. loss of a parent bullshit. Is it a reality show? No, it's a stand-up comedy special. Oh, okay. It's like an hour. It's really right. good. It's worth the watch. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got a... Oh, yeah, real weird. My fucking phone alarm went off at 2.30 this morning, which mm. I had gotten up to pee. I didn't have an alarm set. What? Because I went and looked because I was like, well, maybe I fucking set something. You know how it is. You can do dumb shit or Uh I do dumb shit and nothing. And when it came up like the alarm, you know how typically it'll have the time. Mm -hmm. There was no time. I know. I've got the goosebump chills fucking creepy that is creepy hey do you play that new york times wordle every day i've got enough stress in my life oh i started it me i you know i did one day and i just got frustrated and i'm like that was my brain was hurting and i'm like you know what i just need mindless games i love fucking word searches i'm glutton for punishment i i have played word searches um, Wyatt plays word with words with friends. He has for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one will let me play with them because they accused me of cheating. Um, but I I wasn't. I was just really good at it. So um, yeah. It's, then I've played some other crossword games and stuff. Yeah, I play word games. I do it all. I play bingo on my phone too. Yeah. I don't know why I like that so much. It's not healthy. No. You know? I know. All right. I got a fun fact. Okay. A blue whale's tongue weighs more than an elephant. Put that in your fucking memory bank, peeps. Wow. Right? That's interesting. That's crazy. I'll wait for any more fun facts. Jenny, (laughs) what are we talking about today? Porn. Porn. That's it? Porn? Just kidding. Yeah, we're ready (laughs) for this. Okay, now I'm going to vomit some facts. But what it is, is that currently the median age for peeps to first see porn is 14. It's young. Very young. Statistically, 93.2% of boys and 62.1% of girls see porn before 
they're 18. Wow. I'm not surprised. How old were you when you uh, first saw porn? 30, 25, 28. Really? Yeah, I was older, quite older. Oh. I was fourth grade. You know, I don't know that... I, well, I found porn at my house. You know, we so didn't have the internet. What did little Carrie do? Of course. Of course. It was a neighborhood full of boys I hung out with. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, luckily, you know, no one was home. I rounded all my guy friends up and fucking popped that tape in. I didn't even know what sex actually was till I was in like seventh grade. Look, I was exposed to shit way too yeah. young. Whether I, I, I went away looking from... for it or not. You know what yeah. I mean? Now, when I was probably in elementary school, some of the boys in the neighborhood told us that the way a baby is born is that the man pees inside the woman's vagina. And of course, that was so unfucking believable. Who believed that? He wasn't far <laughs> off, but. You know, I put that in the back of my head and was like, oh, my day. I think I told my grandmother because we lived with my grandmother at the time. And she was like, "Uh, no. Well, and there was this dude in the neighborhood and we were like, he'd pay us to clean his house sometimes. We knew he wasn't like a perv or anything. We, We all knew him really well, his family. So, but we were fucking in there one day and we found a homemade porn that he made with his girlfriend. Oh. We were like, damn. <laughs> For real. But it, it says in this article that early exposure to porn is correlated with increased porn deuce. Porn deuce. <laughs> Deuces to the porn. Wait, porn hold, <laughs> hold that thought. I think I must have been maybe 21, 22. I think the first porn I ever watched, I think, was the, the Pam and Tommy Lee tape. Which I've never seen. <laughs> but it, it says, though, increased porn use and addiction later mm-hmm. in life. I found that yeah. very interesting. Uh, that's it's quite common among I think a lot of young men they get so desensitized to and we've talked about that with Brienne in our interview with her that it's just a, a really prominent thing and um, I knew of someone a friend of a, a brother of a friend that had a, a similar issue Mm-hmm. Um, that they were, as the family was trying to work on with him. But yeah, no, well, it's... Well, um, because for some couples, and I think it depends on how it's used and the relationship or whatever, but that, but I could see it too, especially from like younger guys, they then have unrealistic expectations. Oh, yeah. She's getting paid. She is choosing this mm-hmm. for her profession. Right. Um, so my thing is, yeah, she is going to be a little bit more interactive. You know, I am at my job. Enthusiastic. I work hard at it, you know, so that's her job. But it also said in the article that sometimes it can lower women's self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You know, because if they're not acting like 
you know, Blondie, fuck them all. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I like porn, but... Now, let me ask I you a question. I think it just depends for people. How would you feel if a person you're with or married to was not having sex with you, but then you walked in on them watching porn? Been there with Patrick. Yeah. I fucking blew a gasket. Yeah. If I'm getting what I need and you need right. to jerk off a little extra, I yes. don't give a flying fuck. Right. You stroke that dick all day long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But the only time I get pissed is if I'm not having my needs met sexually mm-hmm. and I bust you, I cut a bitch. Yeah. I agree. That's, I mean, really. Otherwise, I don't care. I think for some people, you know, and again, everyone's different. And I think, too, it depends what generation you're in. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big part of it. Um, Because some people, it really, but I think some guys have gotten porn. And I'm not saying women don't get porn addiction. I'm Mm -hmm. just using a guy as an example because it's easy. Um, Is that their porn addiction will end up consuming their fucking life. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's awful. Mm Mm-hmm. And so sad. It is really sad. I mean, it is. I mean, look, I got a fucking addictive personality for days. Um, so I understand it that, you know, that what causes it. Yeah. But I do think it's sad because they're ruining real world relationships. Yeah. Over a fantasy. Right. Well, I think it's part of the sex addiction. Mm -hmm. If you, you know, it's. It's that's their girlfriend. That's their significant other is the people in the porn. Yeah, it's so crazy. So it said that 40 million adults regularly visit porn websites. 10% of the U.S. admit to porn addiction. Now, this I found... Very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, too. 17% of women struggle with porn addiction. Wow. That was, I, I thought that was a pretty solid number. That is a pretty solid number. And I do think those statistics are probably pretty accurate because somebody that is addicted to porn, they don't give a fuck. Survey says addicted. Well, you know what I mean? It's I, not like a question, have you ever had an abortion? I think it's one of those things where if it's overcoming your life, then it's an addiction. If you've got to get home Same. because you've got to watch porn, then that's an addiction, I think. Yes. Yeah, I agree. But this is crazy. 56% of divorce proceedings cite obsessive Internet porn use. That doesn't surprise me. 
I just thought that was a super big bummer. Now, on the flip side of that, I would think I would rather my husband be watching porn than being with someone else, another woman, if they have to have a release. But if it's monopolizing the life, again. Yeah. I can't go on vacation because I can't bring the VCR or the DVD player or is it? Well, I think what happens, too, is some people cross over to, like, OnlyFans and they're sending people money, you know, that's where I think, too, it's shifted so much and probably helps with desensitizing things for people because you can go on anything and get sex live. Now, do you would you consider things like OnlyFans and these interactive sites? Do you think that's porn or is it fall into another category? It's all porn, right? I feel like it's porn, right? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. I mean, you're the reason I say that is um, you're getting paid mm-hmm. to do sexual things. True, true. Yeah. And it's your choice. Yes. So to and maybe porn's not the right word. I don't know. It has, but, but yeah, yeah. You know, it's adult entertainment. The narrative. It's adult entertainment. You know? Right. Okay, that's perfect. Adult entertainment. But I think what happens with some people, it is they get like sucked into somebody and they will literally think that person is their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. Especially when Cause I you're, had a client. Because you're paying for one-on-ones and shit. I had a client who came to me and through Jackson Hewitt when I worked there and I did her taxes and, you know, I had to do some back years because she received 1099. So I was like, well, what do you do? She said that she was a cam model. And I was like, okay, thinking to myself, what, oh, what the man, hell is she that? she make good money. Yeah, and then twilight. I was like, I mean, I figured. And I was like, "What is a camera?" I was, I was like, you, "You know, I was looking for deductions." And she's like, "Well, I go through a lot of paper towels." And I'm like, "What exactly is a cam model?" She's like, "Porn, OnlyFans." I show my boobs, and I was like, "Oh, she was older too. Like, you, you would. She was our age." No, so listen, I am she, here to tell you. I watched. Some- <laughs> she was like, "You should do it too." She's like, "You should do it," and I was like. She's no, like, I make listen. a lot of money. She's like, I work two hours a day. Yep. I watched a documentary about OnlyFans. I quit know her nursing you're surprised. Job. No, she quit her nursing job. Yeah. Everything. I'm serious. I am telling you, because there is someone for everyone, mm-hmm. any shape, size, color, it, you know, it's not just all your normal, beautiful people that are quitting their day jobs no, it's from not. OnlyFans. It's real people. It is. And, you know, some people don't do sexual things. It could be a fetish thing. Yeah. You know, that there's this whole cult of and into. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's pretty crazy. Well, think about it. There's a site out there that you can sell your used underwear on. And Uh you can, these men that are on the site will 
they have special requests. They some you know they want you to do th- things in Damn, them. Maybe they want. We should start selling <laughs> panties, man. What your what? <laughs> what's your uh? What the fuck is it called? <laughs> um, f- no, not fluid income. Pass no, your supplement passive income. income. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a friend who told me that about it, and she said that, um, like there were some upward of like three, four hundred dollars a pair. Like the lady listed that she would wear them for a week without taking them off, and somebody would buy them and then they but take special requests and yeah and I mean, they get, get a clientele all you're doing is wearing some panties on your hoo-ha okay yeah, yeah. you know i mean I mean, hey there's sites that they just pictures of feet and hands yes I mean, you can make big money mm-hmm. with the foot fetish peeps you can the same I've friend never told done me, it. you know, I can't be like, "Hey, are you into my ingrown toenail?" No, the same friend told me she's like, "Oh, you should go on and sell your feet pictures because she's like, you have beautiful feet." And I was like, "Yeah, no, I, I know, so. but it's, trust me, the thoughts cross my mind in tough times." But you please, know, hey, all I, that mama needs a BMW. Cross- <laughs> Listen, all that shits cross my mind at one time or another, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, my client, she was like, you should do it. And I was like, she's like, I, she's seriously, she's like, I quit my nursing job. I work three hours in the morning. I have the same guys and I am there to take my daughter to school and I'm there to pick her up from school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hmm, interesting. I know, right? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But I'm telling you, on this documentary, it was like... same thing in total regular people. Yeah. I said to her, I said, wouldn't you be worried that you want like someone you knew would like end up seeing you? Mm-hmm. And she said that the company she worked for, you could set geographical settings so oh. that you could, she could black out. She would, she blacked out like the state of Florida and a couple other states where she had lived. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that she wouldn't pull from anybody that could possibly know her. Yeah, unless they move. Yeah, who knows, but, you know. (laughs) You know me, I always gotta think of an angle. (laughs) You know, who I would really be interested in talking to is Brock Masters that we went to school with. I know. You should reach out to him. I could try and see what he says. Yeah, you know, we'll have him on at some point, and that, that's because he, you know, he worked in the industry. And oh, I, I know, it, and he's so honest about it. And, and he did gay porn, and he's not gay. So I know it was for financial reasons, so he yeah. could pay his child support. Yeah, I mean, so why would he lie to me about that? One of my exes that went to school with us, um, he ran into him at an airport and told him you know the whole thing like he's like yeah he was like i heard that and he's like oh yeah yeah i you know, I had to try to play child support and blah 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 and but he told me i appreciate when people just ask me about it yeah and and the rumor of course was that he was a junkie and on drugs and that's why oh, he turned to gay porn that wasn't the vibe i got from no him at well all. no well that's what my ex said that he's like well dude i heard this this and this and he's like no i had to pay child support yeah, I've got a big, I've got a big, 
I got Donald. a big dick. You know, uh, fortunately for men in that situation, they, you know, <laughs> they can turn to porn. And, yeah. I mean, you know? I've, believe me, I've been desperate for money at times. That's all <laughs> I can say, everybody. If there would have, in my 20s, if there would have been an OnlyFans, <laughs> let me tell you. I know Jenny thinks the same thing. I would have been like, Mama needs a car. Well, hell, we, I mean, there was AOL and instant messaging and all yeah. sorts of people having cyber sex. So why not get paid for it? Exactly. And I'll leave that at that. Yeah. All right. You ready for a fun fact? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock did not have a belly button. What? It was eliminated when he was sewn up after surgery. Really? That's quite common. I didn't know that. What kind of surgery, I wonder? I don't know. I didn't Google that part. Hmm, interesting. I know. I thought so. I thought so. I don't I don't think porn is a bad thing if it is consensual Me- between couples. Yes. I think that it can spice up a relationship. You're freezing I, on me a little. Seriously? Yeah. <sighs> um, I don't think that it is. I don't think that it's good when it falls into the young people's hands because yeah, especially for okay. girls, it sets expectations. I know Ashton has stumbled upon it. Mm-hmm. When he was younger, and he told me he didn't like what he saw. Okay. And, I, and, and, I, and luckily, he tells me everything, so I had a conversation with him about it. Well, now, I don't know what you think about this, but here's what I do wish was a little different in the porn industry. I wish that girls had to be 21. Mm-hmm. And, and guys. Yeah. I mean, both, right? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes in your life, shit you'll do when you're 18 is a lot different than what you'll do at 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Risk-wise, you know, because yeah. you're yeah. still developing your fucking frontal lobe. So, like, I mean, you got to be 21 to drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, look... No one may agree, agree, but that's my thought process because some of those girls, like, I can't watch shit where the Mm -mm. girl looks young, young. It grosses me out. I'm just like, oh, no. Yeah, no, that's just not. uh, Yeah, anyway. Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast. Did you know that the South Pole is colder than the North Pole? I did know that. I, you know what? I thought you would know that. <laughs> I'm serious. When I wrote that shit down, I'm like, for some reason, I think she's going to know this. <laughs> for real. For real, for real. So what kind of porn do you prefer? Um, That's a good question. I think it depends. Um. It's strange because I feel like I have such a range of things I like. Mm -hmm. I don't like watching BDSM porn. Yeah, no. I don't. I I, I don't either. I think because usually the porn is so extreme. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because usually I'm on Pornhub. And I don't know. So I can't watch that. I like a lot of the like role play, like nurse, doctor, <laughs> <laughs> teacher, student, you know, those are kind of my jams. I don't know why, but yeah. they definitely are. Because they're more like real life situations. Yeah, maybe that is it. That's it. But it's I, more realistic. I do like those. But I have found I really do because like um, there's a porn podcast I listen to. Mm-hmm. And so they release, you know, sexist stories weekly. <laughs> that is very arousing. Yeah. Because he's, you know, telling the story in a sexy voice. It works. Hey. I'll just say that. Yeah. Whatever works. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's your porn story? Mm, I don't know. I, you know, I, it, gay Bitch, porn. You asked me that question. I know, and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I, as soon as I said it, I was like, "Fuck!" You know, I find gay porn intriguing. Well, you know, it, because it's well, two men, and they're both, you know, because it's it's. Two I have men. watched women too. Yeah. It depends, you know, because yeah. sometimes the women, it's just like, fuck, you're as exhausting in this porn as you are in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Watching women does nothing for me. That's funny. Yeah, I know. I know. It's weird. But it also depends on my, it, it, it depends. Yeah. It's not necess- It's not my go-to. Right. Watching guys alone, you know, that's a turn yeah. on. I but- haven't watched two guys. It's interesting. I mean, because I haven't. Well, you know, I watched Brock Masters. You know, when yeah, I figured yeah, yeah, that yeah. out, so I got you know intrigued in that. I was like, hmm, I didn't go searching anything else out, but yeah, um, but he's just so hot, and Ugh, he's always been. Hot. And he's, you know, what it is is he is he takes control. He's he's like powerful. He's all, yeah, like assertive. But uh, here's what I like, right? Just in general assertive but like respectful if that makes any fucking sense it does it does so i want someone to you know take control and do things but don't treat me like Mm -hmm. i'm your fucking bitch i'll punch you in the fucking dick and bounce you know no (laughs) no who wants to be treated like a dirty whore I don't know. I or mean, I like can't say I have been degraded. But... Degraded is the word. Yeah, but and then there's again, a difference. I have there's a been difference. with people. There's Sorry, but go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll I was just gonna say I have been with people where I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Now there is a difference be- between being degraded and being, you know, treated where. <sighs> I mean, where it's like you're doing what they tell you to do, but it's because of like the tone and the atmosphere and the vibe. They're not going to hot as fuck. Yes. And you know, they're not going to physically assault you or they don't disregard your well-being. Yeah. No, not at all. That type of thing. Dirty things in your ear. (laughs) (laughs) With an accent. 
<laughs> That's what I should start doing, watching like Australian porn. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> You'll be on the next That's jet a to good Australia. Idea. You're like, Carrie, where are you? Oh, <laughs> I'm podcasting I'm down from under. down under. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Maybe I'll Google that tonight. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm so curious now. Now, this is probably getting into another can of worms that shouldn't be brought into this podcast. But how do you feel about male escorts or female escorts? Well, I say male escorts because it's so much rarer than I think we need to do the second episode on male escorts. All right, we will. Yeah, that's the deal. Okay. All right, we will. Because how long are we in this thing? 45 minutes almost. Yep. Probably Next 40. episode. All right. I'll so, stop my band. No, no, no. We gotta, oh, yeah. We got to say goodbye. <laughs> Fuck you, on. Jenny. Little Miss Perfect. What? I'm just kidding. I fucked up. Keep it moving. <laughs> hold on. Hold everybody. Hold down. Okay. Listen, people. Oh, I was about ready to click roll. out of this motherfucker. <laughs> Send her my fucking We haven't file. even wrapped this shit up. <laughs> I'm so sober. I do have to say something, and it's for our podcast, because, you know, everybody in this podcast knows that it's been a long time since Wyatt and I had sex. Oh, yeah. Breaking fucking news. Wyatt and I had sex. What? Yep. I'm telling you, girl, you got the big D. <laughs> and let me tell you, her demeanor is a little better. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got it. You heard it here, folks. Cock, he- dicks heal. I thought Quinn was going to pass out when I told her. It's proof. Dicks are good for the soul. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yep. All right. On that note, um, that's far enough where I know why it won't listen to it. And what if he does? And he's like, yeah, she told the world I fucked her. <laughs> well, Wait, that was a little proud. much. Okay, let's go now. I'm being All right, so, no, the funny... Uh, anyway, anyway, so, anyway, let's just wrap this shit up. With a big old fucking <laughs> wrap bow. Wrap it up. Take it. All right, folks, um, stay tuned for our next episode. I think we've decided we were going to talk about some depressing bullshit, but I think we're going to talk about male escorts instead. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.